Eddie Murphy, yeah, he, I mean, he might be the most talented uh, individual ever. I'm just saying, you're you going to act like Eddie ain't do it bigger and before Jamie does. Well, I don't get it. thing is, man, he didn't keep that momentum going, though. Like, he, he cut it mean? short. He put, a, he put a song out, like, two years ago. Well, not two. Like, you know what I'm uh, saying? Murphy, he cut, like, he, he said he wanted to, like, make films that his family could watch or whatever. And you telling me he's wrong for doing that? I'm not saying he's wrong, but he kind of, like, left us, like, kind of hanging. Like, who hanging? His people who enjoyed all his work. Anyway, he stopped. I mean, he liked Jordan. He stopped in his prime. And he it, did it's not stop like, it. He's it's almost going. like Jordan. It's almost like Jordan stopping after three rings and then coming back with the Wizards, as opposed to coming back for the next three rings. So That's what. Eddie wait. Murphy did. So when did Eddie Murphy fall off? Let's hear this. He didn't fall off. He just stopped doing well, what. He was great at doing. Well, when, when did this event horizon take place? What was this retirement? Let me go to his IMDb thing. See when the demise. Yo, forgive us. Uh, Facebook block everything because they don't want us to have no black Santa Claus come straight to the ghetto. Plan by James Brown. Uh, we had to restart the video because Facebook being some witches. So, yeah, man. But Pledge, Pledge is over here talking about how Eddie Murphy don't deserve the goat status. Nah, he's a goat, but I'm just saying he kind of left us in suspense. He's going to say Jamie Foxx is better than Eddie Murphy. I didn't say Jamie Foxx is better than Eddie Murphy. I said Jamie Foxx is like has done everything that you can possibly do in entertainment and i'm saying eddie murphy did it bigger anybody help me with this we don't got off track with the show with, with this one anybody out there on tv land all right so i'm looking at eddie murphy's um indb profile uh -huh. when did eddie murphy kind of I don't, I don't know when Eddie Murphy kind of fell off, bro. I mean... I, didn't he win an right, Oscar for it? In 1994, he made Beverly Hill Cop, Cop 3, right? Okay. And then, that's kind of like when things started to go downhill. After okay. that was Vampire in Brooklyn. Wait, you telling me stuff fell off? Got on track with show. That's when he stopped, like, just, like, knocking us over the head with stuff. Like, that, like, up until that point, everything he came out with, you know, you had, uh, you had Coming to America, you had Training Places, you had 48 Hours, another 48 Hours. You had so you tell me all of the, the Beverly Hills got... Harlem Nights. Those were, like, bangers, 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 bangers. And Vampire Brooklyn wasn't it. No, no, that was. I just said he kind of, he kind of helped himself out with Nutty Professor one and that, two. Those were huge. Yeah, huge box office, but not huge. Like he started crossing over. What, what's what's wrong? He, white people started recognizing again for the second time. 
life was real. Life was really good. Like life was kind of the old was kind of. So old. so let me ask this: because it sounds like you're saying the black people. Like, if it wasn't a hit, cult classic for black people, we ain't paying no attention. Never mind what it did in the box office. Nah, we paid it attention, but I'm saying it wasn't the it wasn't the same uh, Eddie that we had kind of you know fallen in love. with. Nutty Professor wasn't the same Eddie. Nutty Professor was 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 it was good. It's, it wasn't great. It put Dave Chappelle. Your favorite thing is it put somebody else on. It put Dave Chappelle on the map. Yeah, because he got roasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't put Dave Chappelle on because he was a, a talented comedian. It put Dave Chappelle on because he got roasted. No, you don't like roasting. Right right. And that was and that was my favorite scene of the of the uh, of of both of those movies or whatever because that was like classic Eddie when he like when he like straight roasted uh, Dave Chappelle at the comedy club. If it wasn't for him, we would have never got Angela Bassett. Nah, Angela Bassett was doing her thing before that. I mean, set it off with Vampire in Brooklyn. She was the love interest. If it wasn't for Eddie Murphy, Angela Bassett would have never got discovered. There, you heard it first. Right here. Vampire in Brooklyn single handedly resurrected Angela Bassett's career. She had never done a single movie before that. She was still living in St. Pete in the projects. Nah. <laughs> oh, oh! Don't 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 think I'm gonna let y'all slide either. Um, you and why why not you per se, but why lead with this uh, misplaced hope in the Florida Gators? Yeah, why? It wasn't misplaced. It was misplaced hope. He thought it was gonna win. Not. I he thought you it was before. gonna win. No, why lead thought it was gonna win. Oh, that's him. Yeah. I, I know you knew better. I knew after last week. I was like, man, y'all can't get you, dog. Who it wasn't done happening after last week? You hang it up. Nah, man. Y'all played tough the second half adjustments. Impressed me. I was like, man, god dang it. I just knew we was gonna hold y'all to twenty points. But but I hoped. I don't know why I I'd be forgetting that uh college teams come out second half be like whole different teams. But anyway, yeah, man, Eddie Murphy the goat. I, I, there's no, I'm not putting an asterisk about it at, at all. First of all, not Angela putting an asterisk. What love got to do with it before she did um, Vampire in Brooklyn? Oh, Ellie, that, that was seriously her first movie because I was just joking. No, no, no. She did. What's love got to do with it before uh, Vampire in Brooklyn? Hmm. Oh, you talking about the Tina Turner story? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, LA, she from the Berg. I was just in a roundabout way giving you guys credit for making Angela Bassett. Southside, to be exact. Southside St. Pete. Listen, boy, you gonna move your feet. You go <laughs> eat. But, uh, nah, I know she, she did. She did those other projects before then, but they didn't count. Vampire <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn was horrible, first of all. It was what? So, it was what? No, Vampire Brooklyn was horrible. 
<laughs> it was not. I own that on DVD. That's that's how you know it don't suck because I own it on DVD. You ain't never seen it. That's why. That's why you're saying that. I've seen it. When the last time you must you need to see it as an adult. I charge you to watch it this week <laughs> to 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 revisit this idea. You got the whole show thrown off track talking that mess by Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy ain't never did the whole show is about Eddie Murphy. I know. We, I mean, he's the right. Is, Look, he's right there in the corner. He's right there in that corner. Yeah. The show is based. This this podcast came is based out of the mind of Eddie Murphy. Yes, it is. And you got the nerve to fix your mouth. So Shrek wasn't huge. I mean, it was huge, but as I said, it because it said, wasn't for black people. There's there's nothing wrong with crossing over because he was he was very successful in crossing over. I'm just saying that the movies that resonated with us as a culture, yeah, they didn't. What he was doing didn't resonate as much as what he was doing. If before. if you got kids, Eddie Murphy bought you about another six years of babysitting with them Shrek movies. Yeah. Yes, I know me personally. When I was a senior in high school, one of them Eddie Murphy Shrek movies was a lifesaver. Sometimes they kind of got in the way. We had a uh, my little cousin used to come in the house and see people watching TV and just be like, I want to watch Shrek. I was like, what? Listen, uh, why y'all, why y'all, y'all can get off of, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Got my two favorite things, Eddie <laughs> Murphy and Brooklyn. And some Jordans. It had Jordans in it. It had Kadeem Hardison. It had Pops Williams. This man was giving people jobs. Alan Payne. Hey, Amen. Ain't nobody hired him after uh, CB4 and Jason's lyric. <laughs> but Ada Murphy. He was the only person that was like, look, hey, brother, you, he, the Tyler, he was Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. I'm putting it on words. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's go. Here we go. The, the... Cue it up, players. Cue it up. Say, how can art educate and share info for the culture? <laughs> Yeah, so as I said, um, I was I was thoroughly impressed with um, the music video um, "Entrepreneur" by Pharrell Williams and Jay Z, and and it just kind of made me think that you know black people usually resonate to things that have a beat, like that's just how we do it. So um, so it was a great way for them putting it in a song and in a video, or whatever. I think was a great way for them to hammer home the importance of black entrepreneurs and, you know, and, and show people that, you know, they can take their dreams and turn it into a successful business that will not only help themselves, but um, give back to their communities as well. So I thoroughly enjoyed um, the video. As I said, I think historically um, we've had to disseminate information in different ways. I think the arts and entertainment has been another avenue for us to, um, get information out to the culture mm-hmm. in a way that's digestible and entertaining to them. So, I mean, what what are your thoughts on on, on that on, on artists um, using that creativity to um, spread it? As they say, putting the the medicine in the candy. Just a spoonful of sugar help the medicine go down. I think that was Reverend. I mean, uh, Prophetess Mary Poppins. Yeah, Prophetess Mary Poppins, and. Uh, Ever since I heard her put it that way, I had to, I was like, you know what, I agree. So uh yeah, if if it wasn't for Eddie Murphy, 
Angela Bassett wouldn't have gotten no more checks after doing what's love got to do with it. The one for Eddie Murphy. She did waiting to exhale after uh No no no. She got a chance to do waiting to say it right. She got a chance. Because everybody had just saw her as Tina Turner. You can't tell me you saw Angela Bassett as Tina Turner and thought Tina Turner looked like Angela Bassett. That was like it was so well done. I was confused. I was like, they not the same person. But thanks to Eddie Murphy, she was able to rebrand herself to say, hey, I can do other things. As a matter of fact, you know that that TV show she on now, 911? Anybody yes. know that show? She that was her first chance to be a cop was with Eddie Murphy. Listen, if it isn't for the culture, I mean, if it wasn't for the art that Eddie Murphy was producing, singing, acting, joking, or otherwise. So we're going to bring his singing into this? Excuse me? We're going to bring his singing into this? You he was laughing while you, he was singing. You, he was not laughing. <laughs> he was. He was laughing at himself while he was singing, dog. Do I need to stream the video? In the middle of the show, so people can see it. Okay. And him laughing at himself? He was not laughing. Can, can some, you know what? Yes. I, I think that Jay Z is trying to be the next Eddie Murphy by coming from Brooklyn, from the projects, doing things his own way, and putting a lot of people on. Why you just won't get Eddie Murphy's credit, man? Nah, man. Eddie Murphy has said Eddie Murphy is the OG. Uh, but I mean, we're going. We're not gonna. He's, bring his he's the only goat. Yes, Eddie Murphy is the only goat. I I agree with that. Nah, I know. Uh, this. Huh? Uh, I said we're not gonna bring his music into this. I listen. I ain't got no problem with the songs he did. There's only one song, My Girl Wants to Party. He's got time. two. What's the other one? He did one with Snoop Lion. You know who Snoop Lion is? Yeah, I know who Snoop Lion is. Yeah, he did a song with him. I think it's called Is This Love. Say what? You can't even name. I said It Is Love. I just said it. Oh. Don't, listen, man. Don't, don't call for Eddie Murphy on this show. <laughs> you can go somewhere else with that tomfoolery. Duh. <laughs> Anyway, back to the real subject. Yes. Before y'all get it twisted, Eddie Murphy is is uh, the GOAT. So before y'all get it twisted. You said what? I said before y'all get it twisted and come for me, Eddie Murphy is the GOAT. Yes, Eddie Murphy is the GOAT. There is no one that does Eddie Murphy, does all the things that Eddie Murphy has done with the amount of success. Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, we see you guys. But Eddie Murphy has still done some stuff that other people haven't done so uh respect to that but you know kevin hart kevin hart is might be on the decline so i, I don't know what what's happening with that a lot of people aren't he's making excited. a lot of moves behind the scenes right now man he he really is like yeah he's, it's uh, just that last special it was not met with controversy but everybody's like that it's just it's just not funny so uh yeah there's only so many jokes you can tell about yourself yeah i guess and, I mean, all of his jokes are pretty much him laughing at himself, so. Yeah. Oh, it, it adjusted. And that's all why, right. that's why um, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are my favorite comedians, because they talk about things that are relevant to 
society to mm-hmm. current anxiety and you know find a way to bring levity to some uh tough situations so right. I, I feel like that's very um cerebral comedy to where they make you think and they you know challenge you there so well we uh i know we were beginning to talk about you know jay's in the black entrepreneurship thing kind of nervous he was going to go into how black capitalism could save the hood glad we didn't get there but uh i wanted to uh Ain't hey, nobody likes Kevin Hart anymore, though. Everybody's saying Kevin Hart lame now, though. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, as I say, I mean a lot of a lot of people were saying that on the interwebs, though. A lot of people was like, "Man, Kevin Hart's dying," and I was just like, "Whoa!" Personally, I, I can't. I couldn't defend it. I didn't. I didn't laugh. Very hard, but you know it was okay. Uh, what you think about uh the entrepreneurship piece? I know they were trying to highlight that a lot, but the the video and the song were doing a lot to try to highlight entrepreneurship and how the merits of it are great. What, what do you think about it? No, I mean I I think it's um. I think it's it's, it's major. Um, I, I think that, you know, not only do you allow people to create these ideas of, of how they want to kind of mold their life and, and the impact that they want to make, mm-hmm. but it's something that is, is kind of, um, and, and, I, and Dr. Uh, Watkins talks about it, what Boris Watkins is talking about is if we want to kind of um, free ourselves from being reliant on, you know, um, other people for jobs and other people for opportunities, we have to create opportunities ourselves. And so I think Black uh, entrepreneurialism is is a way for us to kind of create opportunities for ourselves mm-hmm. um, and, and not be reliant on other people for, you know, for income or for financial stability. So I, so I, I do think promoting that is good. And also uh, in, he's starting this, um, I'm the name just just missed me or whatever. <clears throat> Who's that? Pharrell or voice? Uh, Let me uh, pull up the note real quick. Give me one second. He's um starting his nonprofit organization, Black Ambition. Uh, That's Pharrell. Yeah, and 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 it's it's on it's on multiple you know fronts. It's not just promoting entrepreneurism, but it's um you know teaching and training. Um, you know, people on, you know, the facets of being an entrepreneur. Um, he's working heavily with HBCUs mm-hmm. um, for them to, uh, you know, for them to get involved, you know, when they're in the college, um, in college, and also to, you know, help them develop pitches and develop business plans and things of that nature. And so he's really, um, you know, really trying to look at it from a holistic view of how he can help you know, inspire the next next group of uh, business owners and do it and help them do it in a successful manner. So um, that's what I think is real, real, really you know, dope about it. So, okay, uh, I agree. I think you know, like anytime somebody wants to to do charity to kind of help other people that are less fortunate than yourself is is a good thing. So shout out to Pharrell for doing that. Uh, you know, Jay Z's been doing a lot of it himself. 
I'll reserve my ire till January 1st. But yes, those are good things. Um, I, I I applaud them for doing that, and that's very good. That is so inauthentic. I I said I'm reserving my ire because I don't want Wally think I'd be hating. Because Wally, you see how Wally be in the chat calling me a hater? Though? Stop hating on me, Wally. You pretty, calling pretty me accurate. a hater is being a hater. It's, it's pretty accurate statements uh, by Wally. No, no. I mean, in in Waleed, I mean, could probably share on this. Waleed, out of all the people in the group, yeah. Waleed is a black entrepreneur and yeah. has been. That like that's that is his. I don't even know if, if Waleed's ever worked for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I think him and uh, Drew had a job at McDonald's or something like that when they were kids, but. I'm saying you know, when so, they were old enough to work, I think so, he he's been an entrepreneur ever since then. And understandably so, that level of freedom gives him uh you know room to pop off anytime he he gets ready. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if anybody goes to bussing, I'm saying it's gonna be it's gonna be well leave. So <laughs> listen, man, I just because he hey writes guys. his own so um. So yeah, so I, I I do think um I, I do see the benefits. I, I'm surrounded by entrepreneurs. I, I I do not I have not gone into business myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though I wonder how how that would be. Um, yeah, I did by, it a couple summers, um, but you yeah. know, my 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 dad, you know, is a a successful entrepreneur. Um, he was definitely one of the people that was was able to give back by teaching other guys. You know, he put his whole circle on, you know. He was you know what they say, uh got these hood adages about bosses. You can't be a boss if everybody if you're the only one at the table eating, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he, he I guess personified that um in the eighties. He was a young black man doing that for so many different families. Make sure that they could, you know, jump on a trade and become entrepreneurs themselves. So you know, I I, I and I might joke a slack uh, joke and take shots at a lot of people, but you know, at the end of the day, man, if you you getting down here and if you help one family, you know, figure out a way to fish for themselves, and you know, you done your job uh, because we certainly know this social climate that we have loves to promote individuality, loves to promote isolationism, and uh, it's always great to see somebody stopping that and going back to the human community and trying to help out in any way they can. So, I mean, it's a guy here in, uh, well, up in Atlanta, came by, he's, a, he's an owner of a shoe store, and he came by to the school to do some community service, and you know, he gave some kids shoes for winning a reading contest and talking Jordan 6 to find the moments. Whoa! Yeah, and some black toe uh, royals ones. So you know we ain't talking slouch. You know he's giving out that heat. So you know if you can, man, if if you're fortunate enough to do so, and certainly uh, we know Pharrell and Jay Z are fortunate enough to do so, and they have the heart to do it. Um, certainly aren't perfect people. There's some things we could talk about it, but <clears throat> there's some missteps that they have that we can talk about. But this is definitely a good thing. 
and a, a good example of how art and artists can educate and share information to kind of help people come up in the world, especially in the culture. So, especially in the culture, definitely so, appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we've been seeing a lot of that actually kind of happen. I guess lately, well, not lately, but we've been seeing like this resurgence of like a black renaissance of sorts, and like the Black Panther film got a lot of excitement going. Uh, only have, have you been seeing how Jingle Jangle has been kind of taking this cultural space up? Where yeah, I think you sent me something the other day where they're definitely trying to kind of. Uh, build off of this momentum that the movie has has created for them. Right. Um, now they've had a shop, you know, to where right. people could buy merchandise and things of that nature. Right. And, um, you know, that's the that's the beautiful thing about um, being kind of being able to to go viral and, and, and strike while the iron's hot is that, you know, once you have something <clears throat> to resonate with and, 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 they, and they become a part of, you know, you have a short window to kind of you know, capitalize off of that and um, to, to really um, dig in while people are interested because, you know, um, in a couple of weeks, people's interests, you know, just in the, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the modern day culture that we have, you know, in a couple of weeks, they're going to be moving on to something else. So you really kind of have to, you know, strike, you know, while the iron's hot. So um, shout out to, to them for, um, you know, making that. Uh, and I still haven't watched it. As I said, I'm still waiting for it to be kind of an event. Uh, for our household, right, so right. You can go down this week, but um, but yeah, but shout out to uh, Jingle Jangle for recognizing um, you know the the impact that it's made and trying to make sure that they um, maximize that. So, well, it's a uh, it's a beautiful film, man. Uh, pay special attention to the wardrobe. I know you you'll appreciate what's happening with when it comes to that, and then. Uh, also, go ahead and check out check out uh there's an article I'll probably send you later, but the, the, the costume designer for the sh for the film is getting some notoriety and attention. And rightfully so. Um like uh some of the costume designers for Black Panther are getting recognition and getting their flowers now. So that's huge. You know, shout out to them for getting it the legal way. But when it comes to the information part, when it comes to the information, what are we part, what are we thinking about that? What information do you think art can share for with us? No, I think that once once you have once you've been fortunate enough to gain an audience, um, to where people listen to you and, and people um, show up for what you have to say, um, once you have that platform, you are um, it's kind of, it's, I don't want to say it's your obligation, but, you know, it, it should be um, one of your, you know, tenants to, to kind of give, you know, to, to feed those people and to help mm -hmm. them to um, get better and to mm -hmm. uh, and improve themselves. And, I, and that's what, that's what's encouraging to me when I see people that have been successful and have, you know, created, you know, great success for themselves when they want to help other people be successful. Um, it was, it was funny that, um, LA mentioned, um, Johnny Crocker and, um, one of his famous quotes was that service is a price you pay for the space you occupy. Um, that was from uh, Johnny, that, 
I don't know if it was his quote, but it was a quote that he used. And, you know, and, and when what he was saying was that, look here, if you are a celebrity, you take a big space. Right. Service is what you, you know, you know, the service that you give back to others. Right. Um, <coughs> take up that same amount of space that you occupy in people's hearts and minds. So that's kind of the encouraging thing that I see um, from artists um, yeah. that are, you know, paying it for with, um, you know, helping. And, and another thing, too, is that it's not just Pharrell, but his influence, um, you know, is big, too, because he's not only, you know, using what he has, but he has brands that are behind his at Black well, yeah, Ambition, that's true. That's true. His Black Ambition um, campaign as well. You know, like he has a collaboration with Adidas. So Adidas um, is, you know, was it like the human it. human race or something like that? Yeah, and yeah, so those um, are hot ticket items on in the shoe game. Yeah, and he came. I think he came out with the all black um, line line this week, like um, with the Adidas all black line um, of like paraphernalia this week. But uh, but yeah. Oh but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I did see it. I know what you're referring to now. But yeah, but the fact that, you know, he's able to get um, like, let me like the um, I put up some of the brands, um, Adidas, uh, Chanel, mm-hmm. um, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, the Rockefeller Foundation um, and the Visa Foundation are all, um, you know, people that he's joined forces with for his nonprofit Black Ambition. Um, and uh, so, I mean, that's just that's just those are just major moves to where you have, um, you know, a major global brand like Adidas putting money towards things, Chanel, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and these are things that, you know, black people are consumers of. And since we're consumers of these products and these brands, mm-hmm. they should also pay it forward and reinvest in our community as well. So that's kind of the, uh, you know, that's kind of the, another encouraging sign as well is that these, um, these brands recognize, you know, who, who, who buys their products and um, they should want to give back to those communities as well. So let me, let me, uh, let's use that as a segue into your second topic. Cause I think that would be an awesome segue to the second topic. Uh, let's get into that. Let's get into that. Oh, I ain't, well, it wasn't as festive of a transition as usual. Give me y'all. Uh, but, uh, how can celebrities step up to build culture? And you were just saying that Pharrell, along with some partnerships uh, with Adidas and then some other companies like Chanel, I'm sure with the behest of some some celebrity culture, how how can they step up to build culture? So we see Pharrell taking advantage of his influence and trying to get people to be humans or a part of the human community and trying to get involved with it. What other ways you got? What What are some of the ways you think celebrities are doing a good job or can do a good job in promoting the advancement of the culture? Um, I just I, I think that they can. One thing I say is that they can, and this is something that we talked about uh, before. Mm-hmm. They can bring people. They can they can match their celebrity and their influence with people that are already doing work on the ground. Okay. And that's one thing that I read in the article as well, is that Pharrell joined forces with uh, Virgil um, Abloh, um, who already runs a nonprofit organization or whatever. So this is a brother that's already been, um, you know, successful in the nonprofit arena. 
And so Pharrell didn't just start off. And also he's gotten, you know, other politicians and other business owners. Um, so he said it's kind of like creating a, a community of people from different, um, from, you know, from different factors of, of, of society and coming together to kind of um, build something. And so I think that's one of the biggest things is that they can bring light and bring in people that are like boots on the ground in the community or whatever, and then help amplify those people's platforms or whatever. So they're not trying to wing it or do something themselves, but they're actually working with professionals um, who do this for a living. So that's one encouraging thing that I saw. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, um, you know, that celebrities can do. Like, like your example, um, LeBron James didn't become a teacher. He built a school. You know, right. there's a difference. Right. LeBron James is trying to tell you what, as opposed to giving teachers a platform to do what they do best. Um, and so I think that's one of the biggest things that they can use their celebrity status to bring people together. Cause that's one thing people love to do is they say, Oh man, you know, I'm working on this new project with Pharrell, you know, I'm saying like, you know, people love to collab and work with, um, people of status and, 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 um, you know, and people who have been successful in other arenas. Um, another thing that they can do, man, I think they could, you know, um, you know, they can separate their, their, their art from, you know, from who they are as, as real people and, and find ways to say, and, you know, to, to, to teach lessons and say, Hey man, you know, this was, this was my route, but whatever your route is, I'm, I'm want to help you with your route. Like right. I was encouraged that Pharrell's not trying, he didn't open up a rap school. Like, Hey, you want to be a rapper, you know, come to my school. No, he said, what's your dream. And I'm going to help you form a, you know, uh, put together a plan for you to uh, follow your dream. And so I think you meet people where they're at. And I, and I, and that's one thing I like about this as well, is that they understand that not everybody's gonna be a rapper, not everybody's gonna be an athlete, but um, whatever it is you're gonna be, let us maximize um, what you're gonna be. So um, kind of looking at things, not from their industry, but looking at things holistically and, um, and how, you know, we're gonna be able to move everybody in the culture forward, not just, um, you know, people who have a certain skill set. Should we should we care about the motive of the philanthropy? Um, I mean, in from from I, I don't know if you're talking about it in a general context or in, in a context of this instance. Well, not not yeah, not specifically Pharrell, but I know we're talking about celebrities in general. And uh, there's a couple here that, you know, if you're talking to people that are on the ground doing some grassroots community organizing and stuff like that, they might say, you know, this person or that person. Yeah, they're giving out turkeys and, you know, you know, doing philanthropy. Right. But. It's becoming more apparent that they're using that as a, a way to gain stature in other arenas that might might not be so good for the hood. I mean, like, should we care about that or should we just be happy that we got that turkey that Thanksgiving or? Sounds like you're referring to uh, Nino Brown giving out turkeys to the same people he sells drugs to. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I, I mean, mean, do we do we care he, about he that, though? Turkeys in front of the Carter, but he done took over the Carter and turned it to, um, you know, a drug organization. But um, that's a... Um, New Jack City reference. Uh, so I y'all should know that. 
that, that shouldn't be a dated reference. That's a everything that we see in addressing like right now is from 1994 and three and two and one. Yeah. You see this new uh, trend where people are starting to recreate shirts that look like old stuff from like the early 90s, like with the same graphics, like the Dream Team graphics with the cartoons and the stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, like Nike has a line where they're bringing back that flight gear. Um, yeah, everything yeah. is from nineteen ninety two. So if you didn't get that that uh, CB not CB four New Jack ref no <laughs> New Jack City. Yeah, we we'll talk about Ella Payne a lot today. CB four another horrible movie. Uh, yeah, oh wow! <laughs> just go ahead and say you don't like people from Brooklyn, dog. Huh? Just say <laughs> just say you hate Brooklyn. Nah, son. Listen, Ella Payne was in CB four. New Jack City and Vampire Brooklyn. And now all they can do is Tyler Perry movies. Hey, that's philanthropy, right? <laughs> I, I just, I, uh, I think you know, we, we, we bring up good examples of how to use a celebrity to help. I think it's awesome. You know how LeBron doing his thing, how Jay-Z does his thing. Uh, but sometimes know some people are they given like we said given platforms that they don't necessarily earn or want you know what I mean and they start saying stuff that it it starts to serve a smaller group of people you know and so you know, we always want to be concerned about the greater good how does this deed serve the greater good how many people can we help with this deed? You know what I mean? And uh listen, man, I don't I don't have no problem with with cats doing their thing in the in the community service arena. Uh like I said, I know a hunger man ain't gonna turn away no free turkey on Thanksgiving. So we've got a lot of celebrities that we tend to give them more credence than should, but that's the game. Yeah, and and then Pharrell. I mean, I don't think Pharrell's ever been somebody that's out to to grab attention. I mean, I think Pharrell's just been somebody who's really, really super talented and has you know. And and honestly, this is like my my first like first time hearing. I, I know that. Well, I take that back because I know um, back around June, he's he's making a strong push to um have june juneteenth as a national holiday and um his his route is saying all right if the federal government won't do it he's going to individual companies these major companies and these major mm-hmm. organizations are saying all right um if the government won't make it a holiday you make it a holiday for your employees because you know we know that uh you, you know black people consume a lot of your products and goods or whatever so this is a way for you to kind of um give back to them um, that came up in me doing a little bit of research for this topic as well as all the work that he's doing around me bringing Juneteenth um, into being a national holiday. So that's, that's um, huge, bro. I, I didn't know anything about that. I think that is definitely something that you know we could all get behind. Um, I know he just specifically Pharrell. I, I I do see him a lot out in the front trying to just literally connect. The human community just to get to everybody to kind of be on an equal playing field to kind of see things 
uh, from a collective good space instead of self-serving. And now, nah, man, I, I didn't know anything about the Juneteenth push. So, yeah, he's making a strong push for it. He was actually on um, the Daily Show this week talking about uh, talking about the uh, Black Ambition Project as well as the Juneteenth Project. So. Hey, if if y'all are uh, interested in supporting. Get some literature out. We'll get some literature out and try to get you guys some information on that. I saw, I did see the the the, uh, the black. What was it called again? Black what? Black ambition. Black ambition clothing line from Adidas. I saw that drop this week. Yeah. Uh, caught my attention because everything in the in the collection was black. Black. Everything yeah. is black. It's all and black. I, yes. And well, I mean like culturally black. No, the color of everything is black. <laughs> every yeah. piece, every part of the clothing and shoes and accessory is black. So uh that is pretty dope. Yes. Uh, yeah man, you go you gotta have to run the show though, because I can't say that until January first. So I mean I, I mean I, I really don't know um you know what there could be what opposition there could be to this. I mean you're you're trying to put people on in, in whatever arena or industry they see fit uh or you know, they see a best fit for themselves. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's a, a, a great thing. And also another thing was that he is putting out a, uh, a times article on, um, let me pull that up. He's pulling out a times article. What about uh, other celebrities who like, I saw the rapper Lil baby go to Minnesota to grow and fund a birthday party for George Floyd's daughter. And he, you know, he he did it real big. Uh, he made sure she had a wonderful birthday. Do we, how do we tell the newer celebrities that are, you know, recent, recent celebrities that have just gained that stature? What, what can they do? Like, cause I think that was, that was awesome. Like you didn't have to do that. Nobody asked him to do it. He probably just had it in his heart to go take care of her for her birthday, at least sponsor it financially, or be one of the sponsors. What do, what do we say about that? Is that is that something that builds the culture up? Or yeah, I mean, I think any any time we can do something that is going to, um, you know, we're, we're doing something outside of ourselves and trying to build other people up, or you know, create a positive experience for other people. I think the more and more that gets out, I think it, it, it's going to spread. It's going to be like, all right, so this is what we're doing now. All right, well, you know, let me find a way to to make that impact on somebody. Like so when I think, be getting donations from the super pack. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, two more weeks, man. Two more weeks. We can do it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So two more episodes. Not, but I, I mean, but stories like that. I mean, and, and there's a reason why they get out because these artists and and and, and entertainers, they have, um, you know, PR teams that and it's their job to um, create positive uh, buzz and news about mm-hmm. their, their clients. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why, you know, things like that happen. And then, you know, people like us get catch wind of it or whatever is because the artist wants it out. So, I mean, it's not it's not saying that the artist is is self-serving in doing that because they want the they want the you know attention or the claim. So I, I think it serves both people well. I mean, the, the artist gets you know positive 
uh, publicity and the person uh, gets to benefit from what the artist uh, produced. So, um, but I, I did not know that, but I, I do think it's, it's major, um, you know, that things are like that happen. But I think, you know, as, as, as we create, you know, a culture of, of people, um, you know, giving back and finding ways to make an impact or whatever, I think it's only going to grow and expand. And what I, my hope and desire is, is that things are received well, and there's not a lot of pushback from people. So these kind of acts are not discouraged. Um, and I, and I think that's, that's what can happen sometimes is people be like, man, I was just trying to do good or whatever. And I got all this negative publicity or whatever. I'm not going to go down that route anymore. But I think if it's received well, people be like, oh man, people really love that. People really resonate with that or whatever. Let me continue to, um, you know, do things like that. So I think you have to, it's like, you know, if you're, if you're in a classroom with kids or whatever, the behaviors that you praise and acknowledge and, you know, kids are going to, are more likely to repeat those behaviors, but the behaviors that you need, you kind of, um, you know, don't praise and acknowledge, you know, kids are kind of, um, you know, going to suppress those behaviors. So uh, that's why I think we need to, you know, kind of give a big up uh, to people who are trying to make things happen like this. So to encourage more behavior like it. Do we need to tell people how they can do good things that won't get pushback? Like, uh, let's say, let's say LaMelo Ball. Let's just take a a new person. Like, you know, just got drafted. He's Now he's going to start making some crazy money, more crazy money, I should say. What can someone like him do to... draw as little blowback from community service or philanthropy. Like what, what, what do we tell him in his philanthropic efforts? I mean, I think the first thing we tell him is that no matter what he does, people are going to find, have find fault with it. No matter. Yeah. And that's, that's anybody, no matter what he what? does. I think, I think the thing is for his heart to be in the right place. His, his heart to say, Hey, I am doing this to help my community. I'm doing this to help people. Well, and okay. for him to actually, um, you know, either be in close contact with that community or be in close contact with people who are a part of that community and them saying, all right, this is what the people are facing. This is how you can help. So I think um, that uh, part, that one part at the end. Because energy is finite and all that jazz. There's only so much you can do, right? Yeah. The most what do we is there a way for us to 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 inform him hey this would be the most broad reaching move this would be the most efficient thing that you could do do we do we have a, a specific thing that would move the culture forward so to speak or does it you know is it just saying get out and vote and that kind of thing like what happens outside of voting season or a holiday what, what what can we suggest that celebrities do to build the culture? Um, this I is mean, a problem Michael Jordan faced a lot, especially in the Last Dance documentary. We saw that popping up a lot that that conversation about his philanthropy. I mean, I, I think the the, the one thing, um, and and this is just just this is just my thoughts and opinions or everything is the one thing that. Um, 
yields a, a high rate of return is when you give people educational resources, when people are able to um, educate themselves and become self-reliant because they have a certain level of information or a certain, um, or they received a certain level of education to where they have access um, to things or whatever. Um, as I said, that's just kind of my thoughts and opinions because I, I, even though I'm not an educator, I'm not in the classroom, I do somewhat work um, around the, the education industry. Um, but as I said, that's just my personal thoughts and opinions. And that's why I like what Pharrell is doing because he's educating entrepreneurs on how to um, build and sustain their own businesses. And he's giving them, you know, tools and resources to where they can go out and be productive on their own. Um, and so I think things around that are, as I said, just in my mindset, uh, things that um, can always, you know, help people to where you don't have to keep um, giving them something, but you give them tools and resources to where they can go out and get their own. Um, that's to me, uh, that's just something off the top of my head that comes to mind. I got you. Well, I, I agree with that. Uh, educational resources, you know, funding uh, education efforts, uh, you know, grants and different things. Like, you know, I honestly don't think you have to be in the forefront, you know, to do a lot of those types of things, you know, but I also know it gets certain people, certain groups of people excited when they see philanthropy happen. So, uh, yeah, man, I, Ain't really much else to say about that. Just trying to get, try to get as close to the ground as possible. If you want to make a, you know, an impact that you see immediately, or, you know, if you want to see something like what Pharrell is doing, that kind of get some legislation pushed. Uh, you know, I have to go up and do a little bit more research on how you can get things effectively implemented. But yeah. Uh, there are some celebrities out there doing great work, uh, and we don't we don't want to make it seem like philanthropy in any regard is is a bad thing. Uh, on January first, I would say just be careful when some of the efforts look to be self-serving. I mean, granted, tax breaks and all that. I, I get that. It's not the things I'm referring to. But there are some some folks that have used their celebrity to do philanthropy as a way to leverage political power with some groups. And uh, that'll be a kind of an issue with certain groups of people. But, you know, for the day, man, what Pharrell is doing, I think that's huge. Uh, what Lil Baby did, I think that was huge. Uh, what's the guy, Titus O'Neill? Is that his name? Titus yeah, Burt, he's, doing, he's doing major things in the Tampa area, and you talk yeah, about he, locked in with with education and young people. Yeah, I just that, saw him giving out books to a, one of my homegirls' initiatives that she had, um, yeah. where she needed books. This time of year, I mean, he's he's hosted like toy drives at the Raymond James Stadium. Like that's how that's how big of 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 a deal that he's had um, yeah. with things, whatever. And he, you know, he's kind of sponsored uh, a school. And saying, look here, you know, I'm going to, you know, give this one school all of the resources that it needs to 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 successfully do things with these students or whatever. Is that slide middle, is that it? Um, I'm not sure exactly which school, but there's a school in Tampa Bay area. And as I said, um, you know, one of our homeboys, uh, Bradford, you know, he he worked under one of his uh, summer programs uh, yeah. that uh, that Titus O'Neill put together. 
um, you know, of, of helping students. So he's uh, definitely out here, um, you know, doing things and, and making an impact um, in right, the community. Right. And so um, shout out to, to him for, for the impact. So dope, dope, dope. Uh, we missed anybody, man. It, it wasn't because I was throwing shade. Uh, just wasn't aware. There's a lot of people doing a lot of good work. Like I said, uh, I think it's Fresh Goods Atlanta or Fresh Goods ATL. That was the group that came to the, the job that I work at and did some philanthropy um, and donated some some uh, goods. So you, know, you don't necessarily have to be like mega famous to get stuff done. But let's let's try to keep promoting the human community, a.k.a. You know, we all deserve a certain amount of. We have rights, 15 things that we have access to that nations all around the world agreed upon. And we made a list of those things. And uh, let's let's promote anybody that's trying to promote that. What's up? No, I'm saying we got some brothers in our circle, man, that are really doing some amazing things. Yeah. I mean, you got yeah. Community FX in, mm-hmm. in St. Pete, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, um, down in down in where you are right now, the um, Gibbs leadership, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, that's that's major. I mean, he, yeah. he you know, uh, he, you know, was, he got it right up in uh, the USF um, mm-hmm. magazine about mm-hmm. that. And then also, you know, Bradford with, um, you know, the Men of Vision. Right. I mean, so we got some brothers that, you know, are really locked in and, um, you know, really making things happen in their community or whatever. And, um, you know, like your boy Katie said, you know, they're the real MVPs. So, uh, Say it again? What, what was it? I said, like Katie said, they're the real MVPs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So shout out to um, to them brothers, man. And, you know, finding ways to, um, you know, like the, the Give Leadership uh, Institute or whatever. You can link your Amazon purchases to give a portion of mm-hmm. the purchase you make on Amazon to his um to foundation his, to his foundation yeah so that's that's actually huge we need to uh get more info on that because I, 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 I did see it but I didn't see the the Amazon link part yeah did, did can, that uh, USF magazine article come out yet because I saw the, yeah. the the photo spread but I didn't see the link to the article yet I don't know I saw it on LinkedIn or whatever so I don't you know I didn't I don't know um I gotta go over on that side I don't, I don't hang out on LinkedIn too much yeah. Finally, over there on Twitter, Twitter's pretty pretty great when it comes to sharing news, like so yeah, chats I mean, and everything else. So. so yeah, so we got some brothers that you know are really locked in in the local, like the local community. Um, LA talks about the bird. He's in the bird, like <laughs> like like bringing these young, yeah. bringing these young men 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 up. Um, yeah. And so uh, you know, it's really you know, locked in, local, um, and really making things happen, uh, working hands-on with, with these students and kids, mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, even outside of what they're getting in school, that they get a complete and whole education um, and opportunities to excel and exceed. So, um, and succeed. So, uh, and shout out, yeah. shout out to everybody, man. Uh, again, I mean, those are three brothers that we can, like, pick up the phone and call. Like, that's, yeah. that's, how, yeah. that's how good we know. So, yeah. We missed anybody, man. Forgive us. Charge it to our head, not the heart, not our heart. So, uh, but hey, sorry for that that first attempt at the show today. Uh, I'll probably mix it in. So if you're listening to this later, you can hear both segments. But yeah, Facebook literally blocked the first video because of the songs we were playing. 
So uh, we'll, we'll rectify that in, in the post. But like, share, and subscribe. Uh, sorry we didn't interact as much on the comment thread. And uh, I may y'all enjoy your Christmas. Definitely, man. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. Man. However you, whatever your tradition is with your family, with your friends, or anybody that you want to share that time with, enjoy yourself. Um, definitely stay safe. No doubt. Try not to have a gathering with your friends and family, but eh. yeah. Yeah. Corona, Corona, Corona. Just be safe. Do whatever you think is best, but be safe. And be mindful. Again, not just about you not getting sick, it's about spreading it to other people too. So always be mindful of that. Definitely. All right, y'all. All right, man. Enjoy the show. Um